1: This is the Fly Moto 60 Show,
0: presented by Maxus Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data on PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host Steve Mathis.
2: Yeah, welcome everybody! Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. It's Thursday, September 24th, 11 a.m. Pacific. WW Ranch this weekend. It is round seven of the Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championships. Lots to get into today. 702-586-7857. 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Let's talk some moto, man. Uh, Obviously, with uh, Zach Osborne's front flat this week, and Adam's seen Cirillo going 1-1, that points race has tightened up a little bit. 15 points only. So, yeah, lots to get into when it comes to that. And Ferrandez beating J-Mart and grabbing the title lead. That was something else, man. So... We're going to get into that and more on the show. Jason Thomas. Jason Wygant coming up, of course. Thank you to Fly Racing. Thank you, Pro Taper. Thank you, Maxxis Tires, 100%. And, of course, the folks at Athena all on board with us. We're giving away a Fly Racing Formula CC helmet today. So this is a a Formula helmet that's brand new for this year. It's a CC model. A little different shell than the uh, regular Formula. Same great safety features. Uh, It's got the uh, Rion and it. has got the Conehead EPS. It's got a lot of that good stuff. But it's just a little bit less expensive due to the shell construction. So not quite as light as the regular Formula. But still... An amazing helmet. So flyracing.com for more information on that. Speaking of Dylan Ferrandez, he won the race last weekend wearing 100% goggles, the official eyewear of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, and both 250 Supercross champions in 2020, which is Sexton and, of course, Ferrandes. Both trust 100% with their vision. Visit 100%.com. Use the code MOTO60-25 at checkout to save 25% on casual parallel accessories. So a lot of things 100% has that you may not realize. And uh, you can save MOTO60-25 to save 25%. On all casual parallel accessories athena usa sister company of the folks at get uh, they offer high performance cylinder kits pistons fork seals rods valves clutch clutch fibers and discs filters and more athena usa of course and get ignition stuff is uh, is fantastic two stroke ecus are selling fast and uh the folks at get and athena can get you a deal on anything you want just simply use the contact form on pulpamex.com and uh, they can dial you in Pro Taper products, you know the name, you know the products that they have—from the uh, crossbarless bar that they invented and patented back in the 1991, uh, to the uh, 7/8 bar, to the uh, Evo bar, to the Micro Lina bar. Uh, Pro Taper continues to push the limits and transform how we all experience riding our motorcycles. Rockstar Husky, JGR Suzuki, Geico Honda, Chad Reed—multiple elite athletes put their press, trust in Pro Taper. Um, so please check that those guys out as well. And I want to thank the folks at Maxis, of course. MXSTs used by Justin Rodbell right now, just crushing it. And uh, thank you to him for doing so well on the Maxxis tires out there each and every week in the Nationals, on the SGB Maxxis Kawasaki team. Alex Ray, of course, also running Maxxis tires. Minion mountain bike tires are fantastic, among other things, from the folks at Maxxis tires, light truck tires, uh, and all that kind of stuff going on. So we got lots to talk about on tonight's, on today's show, 702-586-7857. Uh, give us a call. Let's talk some... Um, some motocross, shall we? Uh, when WW Ranch. I want to talk about the track itself and the facility and everything else. Um, with just with, with Weej and uh, and JT as well coming up shortly. So, um, looking like, looking like this thing's going to come down to the wire uh, in both classes, uh, I would say so. Anyways, we're going to go to Paula and uh, and we should be uh, should be pretty good for good battle there. Taking your calls, producing the show, uh, holding things down over there, coming in very late today, very very late. The Tish Lazar Tish, what's up?
3: probably the latest i've ever come
2: you have been yeah does absolutely. it make you
3: appreciate me more when i show up early
2: no it's just another example of an employee of pulpamex shitting all over me <laughs> it happens all the time and it continues to happen i i paid you for the whole it, i paid you for the whole rest of the yes. outdoor season a few weeks ago yes and now it now it starts and now mm, it begins just, you can just, fire me if you'd like well I mean I would, but I I'm gonna have trouble getting, you know getting, getting re- somebody to re- come yes. in. So your payback, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh how's everything up? The uh e bike life. You've been riding at all? No. Sadly. Ah, it's yes.
4: still still a little warm. I, still, I gotta work the construction hours, but I plan on going on Saturday. So Okay, all
2: mm-hmm. right. Well, um I'm not going this weekend, so maybe we can go on Saturday. Hey, all yeah, all right. Maybe Delio. that's the plan. Uh, All right, let's get Wigand on the phone if we can, and uh, that's this legendary 702-586-7857. We are going to take a random caller uh, today on the show to win this uh, Formula CC helmet, so let's get into uh, first call up is Daryl. Daryl, what's going on, man?
0: Hi, Steve. Hey, I wanted to get your opinion since TLD is going to Gas Gas next year. Um, Which team will house the KTM 250 team next year?
2: uh KTM factory will they're going to have Max Voland, and they may have another guy uh but there will be orange KTM 250s but they'll be under the factory truck next year Oh great. Yeah. And um it'll be Max Voland, we think and uh maybe one other guy. So that that's it? Okay, great. All right. Thanks, thanks. man. All right. Uh, speaking of uh uh KTM a man who's plugged in there very very much he does their their, their press intros every year. It is uh Jason Wagen, what's up, Weej?
1: Uh, I don't recall really doing their press intros every year, but um. Well, what
2: do you do? I'll where you teach it. the people how to talk? What is that? Where you go there and you tell them how to talk?
1: Oh yes, I have trained their amateur kids on how to do podium interviews. If that's what you want to call it, a press intro. Oh, I, okay. Yeah.
2: I don't know. You, you, you. Have I someone... think
1: press intro. I think bikes, and I've never been invited. For some reason, no one's ever invited me really to test motorcycles. I'm not sure why.
2: You probably put something on backwards, <laughs> oh. and they said that was it for you. That was yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We got Once a lot... or
1: twice, Yamaha did two years ago. I give him credit.
2: Are you yep. um are you still upset about PulpMex fantasy?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I okay. Mean, right. Since we've spoken you have now rolled out the prize winnings. Yes. Uh, that was at least a five hundred dollar mistake on your part <laughs> for your
2: okay. All right.
1: garbage way that you set up the league.
2: All right. Well yes. take again take it up mm-hmm. with our CSRs, please. Please do that.
1: Yes, five hundred dollars. I want JT's manager.
2: All right, okay. We'll get on that. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay. Um, Mm-hmm. Lots to get into. I want to talk about the gas-gas thing and the, ever, the, the saga with that. But So, WW Ranch this weekend. We saw WW, uh, um, the guy down there, Junior, does a great job with the facility. Held a USGP for uh, two years? Mm-hmm. I, I think two years. Maybe one year. Really? I don't know. No,
1: it was one, right? Which just one, one, maybe.
2: Okay. Yeah. And uh, and now, yeah. of course, he has a national circuit, uh, a national track. What's your thoughts on the facility and the track and the addition to the series in in, in general for WW?
1: Yeah, it's not like, I don't think the track or, or the facility or everyone to say, it's not like, oh my God, you haven't lived uh, until you've seen <laughs> right. it. You know what I mean? I think yep. there's certain iconic, you know, I feel like everyone should see what Southwick and Unadilla are like, just because they're so legendary and they're so unique. Like, I don't think you're ever going to see another motocross track that really is like Unadilla or Southwick, mm-hmm. you know? So, and obviously the ones we have, like Millville's awesome and Redbud's awesome, the ones we just did. Um, I think WW Ranch is much more generic However, it is cool to have a race in Florida, and it is cool to have a sandier track. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure anyone listening in Europe is like, there ain't no sand track mate or whatever words they use. But um, I think it doesn't hurt to have uh, a race in Florida yeah. and a sand track. So it gets it gets a passing grade just for that. But otherwise, I mean, it's nothing unbelievably special or anything like that.
2: Right, right. Yeah, I kind of feel like yep. it's, it's a free stone. We, it's good, uh, you know, Freestone had issues with the drive and the weather, but the track itself was pretty yeah. good, uh, it was flat, you know, but it was, it was a good track, it provided some good racing, and I feel like WW Ranch is the same way, you know, it, it, it's it's, it's, a, it's a good track, uh, it's, it's, you know, middle, right. middle of the road.
1: Well, yeah, and I think you, it's a great idea, bringing up Freestone. I think sometimes you just feel like you need to serve, like, Texas having a race and Florida having a race isn't a bad idea, you know? You can't always get the... It's Actually, California is the same thing. It's like you have to have a national in Southern California. Right. Um, well, one time that, or a couple of times, that meant racing in Elsinore, which was not ideal. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, Texas has a motocross community. Florida has a motocross community. It's, it's not bad to have a race there, but they don't have a track that is iconic in the same way that Unadilla is. Maybe Gatorback? Maybe Gatorback is? Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. Yeah. But uh, that's only because Gatorback had a national for a while. So... It's okay. I don't think it's terrible. Uh, I know it doesn't have built-in hills. Um, I'm, I'm still the argument that I don't feel like the sport of motocross has to have hills to be legit. I mean, people have ridden dirt bikes in flat lands before. Um, it's okay. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't hear many complaints from the riders uh, about it. Um, so that's kind of what I go by my judgment. Right. Um okay so did you did you hear anybody bitch about it last year? I thought it was okay. No
2: no I think everybody liked it. Yeah, it was yeah. hot as balls obviously yeah. the, the you know the weather was, was, hot was as balls. tough and and, and yeah. that that's pretty gnarly and it's going to be uh pretty pretty toasty this weekend too compared to what we've been seeing. So um so it looks like I wrote a little bit about this in my column on Racer X this week. I think we're getting them all in. I think we're getting all 9 in. It's uh it's pretty amazing but I I it looks like it's going to happen knock on wood.
1: Uh, that's true, but we did just to keep the tradition going. On Monday, there was a I think, I think it was you this time that was me- heard the rumor that this yes. race, yeah. W.W. Ratch yeah. is off.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It was it was Paula. It was mechanics said. No, th- I thought you heard W.W. Ratch. No, it was no, no. It was me- mechanics heard Paula was off.
1: Oh, I'd heard then. It must have been a. Di- I must make confusing rumors. Somebody told us. We're going back to Millville again because Florida. Oh. Remember
2: that? Well, oh, that was a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that was a few weeks ago. WW was off, and we're going to Millville. But, no, this was – I put in on one of yeah. our group texts this week. Uh, I, I, cro- I cropped out the name. I didn't want to get the person in trouble, but this person was like, hey, I heard Paula's off. <laughs> so, you know.
1: Yes, you said it was a mechanic. Yeah. You said it was a mechanic. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I thought you said it was WW Ranch was off. Oh, no, no. That's why we checked. And then somebody we were talking to was like, bro, Florida's wide open. You don't have to worry. And right. then I asked Davey, actually, and he said, uh, call me on Thursday when I'm on a plane to Jacksonville and tell me if the race is not happening. Yeah. No, yeah. I think we're good. I think we're good, but it is good to have the tradition
2: yeah. going yeah. where
1: every single race is in doubt. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I think, look, this thing has moved quickly, but I don't think in the next three weeks anything is going to change
2: no. uh, that significantly.
1: Yeah. I saw Myron Short, by the way, is the promoter for
2: Paula. Yeah. He was at Millville, actually. Oh, he yeah, was, yeah. All good, that's Yeah. What he said. yeah. So, no, all right. uh, yeah, that's yeah. good. Good to see, uh, and uh, you know, I, I'm glad we're getting nine in twelve. I think twelve was too much with the time frame. You know where we are. We're, we're getting into early October when this thing's over. I wouldn't want to add three weeks to that. Nine seem like a good number. No, you know,
1: no, I, I totally agree. Um, I mean, look, we always talk about it not being nine. It's eighteen motos. It's plenty of racing to determine a realistic champion and deserving right. uh, and all that. I don't. I don't really feel when we look back at this year, five or ten years from now, we're going to be like, yeah, but it was a little weird because it had three less races. And I don't know if that, I don't feel like that's going to have a drastic influence on who wins the title. Right.
2: You know, you know, what's Seven crazy is, and we don't talk about this now, but, it, you know, it, when the 250s and the 500s were splitting their years with six races each, right? Like, yeah. l- literally 91, the mutter at Hangtown threw the whole title yeah. into, into, into chaos. Yeah. Like Bale never won a national, a 250 national yeah. that year. And, but he got fourth or third, years. yeah, and, and whatever. Yeah,
1: there were years where the fastest guy didn't win the title.
2: RJ, you'd have, uh, if you had, 80, yeah. eighty-eight. RJ cylinder uh, backed the the, uh, the the hose backed off his cylinder head. Um, yep. Gator he back. No, I thought that was Lake Sugar Tree. Either one. Anyways, so yeah, oh, okay. But but one B and F in a six round series, and we saw some champions crowned. I'm like, hey, that's it. That's 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 how it goes. So.
1: Yeah, one of the strangest things in history is that somehow Jeff Stanton never won a 500 title, even though you would think that's like his specialty. Mm-hmm. Uh, some years he just wasn't the best guy, but I think there's one year at Binghamton, he like knocked himself out in the motos, scored zero points. I think it was a five-round 500 series by then. That's it. You DNF one out of ten motos, you're not going to win the title. So, yep. yep. yeah, they, that six is too few, five is too few, but... Nine, I think it's plenty.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Jason Wigand on the yeah. fly Race and Moto 60 show, presented by Maxis, ProTaper 100%, and Athena, and also brought to you by Pulp Max Fantasy Two, the number one fantasy game out there. Everyone's enjoying it so much. Um, all right, here we everybody. go. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. let just
1: throw in one more point before we wrap up yeah. the series being short back then. Go ahead. Also, keep in mind, back then, although the sport supposedly sucks now, according to a lot of people, there were like four decent factory rides And four dudes that could win in any moto, that's it. So if one guy DNF, his competitor was guaranteed to get, like, third in every moto, and there was no way you could make up points. Um, Now where the sport is actually bigger, has more money, has more factory rides, has more talent than it did then in the 80s, it did, by the way, that's a fact. It's easier to make up points in a short series because you can finish sixth now. How is Jeff Ward ever going to finish worse than third in a moto back then?
2: (laughs) Pretty tough to do. Yeah, pretty tough to do.
1: I mean you have to there were only five factory riders on the yeah, track.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. For In sure. The
1: 500 class it was ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Yep, all all good yeah. points. Uh, all right, I want yeah. to talk to you about this gas gas thing and Barsha and all that, but we actually have a question. And so that'll lead us into it. Reed, what's going on? What's your question?
0: Actually, more of a concern. Good thing you're on here, Weej. I'm concerned for Weej and Ralph Shaheen in the 2021 season. Okay. How are they going to differentiate between the red gas gas and the red Honda? Oh,
2: we <laughs> That's going to be a
0: nightmare, isn't it? How's that That's going to be can- an absolute nightmare, guys.
2: Honestly, Ralph's going to have some real problems, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, teammate of the Lawrence Brothers, Justin Barsh on the gas gas.
2: Yep, yep. yep. Weej, what's going to happen?
1: You know what's funny? I've been doing. I don't know how I've gotten away with this. I identify the bike colors and brands just like Ralph does, but for some reason I never got heat for it. And then this year people started saying, "Why did we start doing that?" And I'm like, "I didn't start. I've been doing it the whole time." So I was prepared for this. See, this is why we don't say in the red bike. I guess this is why we say in the red Honda. So we've always kept, we've always kept a brand name placeholder in there, in case the day ever came. Yeah. So we are ready. Ralph and I are ready to call it on the red gas gas.
2: I like that. Yeah, it. Uh, uh, I've never we noticed ready. you doing it too much, really. Seriously, I, I, Ralph, I mean, Ralph is pretty hardcore with it. I've never really noticed you do that. You're right. I, I, I guess that's, yeah. Huh. Is it some?
1: I've s- had this argument all the time. Go flip on an F1 race and tell me that you know every single car at first glance.
2: Oh, you don't. No. Um,
1: you don't. Right. So all these fans who are like, I know who everybody is. I'm like, do you know it in every other race ever that you'd ever watch? Because not everybody's that level of motocross fan that's watching these.
2: So when you and Bob Costas and Ralph get together in your monthly announcer meetings, this is the stuff you guys talk about? Yeah. Like, hey, let's do this? On
1: the golf course.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. All yeah right. we do. Uh, Steve's on four. Steve, you got a Ryan Dungey question? Yeah, um, what do you think the chances are of Ryan Dungey actually coming out of retirement and actually riding either a Honda or possibly linked to Gas Gas? I don't think it's a gas-gas. It'll be a Honda if he comes back. And, weeds, you're hearing stuff that it might be tougher for Ryan to, to, to come back to any thought as far as funding. Yeah,
1: I don't think um, a couple of weeks ago it was looking like it was so no chance. I don't even think it was a story. And then I think it was looking better. And now I heard it's uh, pretty much off. Um, okay. you know, I did obviously see Ryan last week, and he did kind of allude to that a little bit on the TV show, that it is not an easy year to right. uh, be looking for rides or sponsors. So I don't think it's looking very good right now.
2: Yeah. It doesn't sound good, Steve. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Um, All right. So the gas-gas thing, uh, we think we have Mm -hmm. this handled. Uh, Gas-gas is coming in. They've already announced TLD. uh, Press release coming out. Barsha should end up there. Uh, We think it'll be Pierce Brown on one coast. We don't know about the other one. Um, This whole Barca nate Thrasher thing was bizarre, wasn't it? It was something we haven't seen too much of in our sport.
1: No, and it wasn't like a direct trade like uh, you would do in, in other sports. But I guess it has those, those like
2: tentacles to yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't like somebody called and said, Hey, I got an idea that could work for both of us. I think it was more like, we want this. Can you help us with this? And we'll let you do that. Uh, all right, fine. Uh, is maybe the best way to put it. So yeah, they found a loophole. I believe in Nate Grasher's contract, which was if they switch, even though we all know gas, gas and KTM are essentially the same. I suppose there was actually something in the TLD riders' deal yeah. that said if they were no longer a KTM team, and it is technically no longer KTM team, uh, their contracts are void. Now, they're certainly free to re-sign, but that was all star racing needed. And look, man, this is like pro circuit days, right? I feel like if you're a 250 rider and star comes calling, you answer the phone. So I think that's what happened.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, you're right about that. Those bikes, those early pro circuit four strokes were, were a lot better than everybody else out there. And, uh, and they Yeah, turned. and
1: dudes were definitely taking less money. Uh, I'm not saying this is less money, but I'm just yeah, saying, like, yeah. they would do whatever it took to get on one. And yeah. I think maybe that's where Thrasher was at.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's certainly yeah. interesting. Uh, for Barsha, too, you know, he's going to lose out on that A-star gear money, but I understand that they stepped up and they matched it. So uh, this will be a good move for Barsha. I like this move. You know, one of the things he's talked about is the, um, the Salt Lake thing, right? Like, I had some conversations yeah. with him where he's just like, on this type of track, my bike doesn't work. And no matter what we've done, and blah blah blah, you know the, we need ruts, we need traction, we need soft dirt. The Yamaha doesn't work that well. And and whether that, whether that's true or not, I, I don't know exactly. But there's no denying his results sucked, right? Like like there's no denying that it, his Salt Lake races went yeah. terrible, uh, AP as sure. well. So I feel like this bike, though, I do feel like um, all the stuff about the Yamaha being a great bike they have some issues going on. Even the people at Yamaha will tell you about how you add power to it. It gets weird. It acts a little freaky. But then when you you run less power than, than a modified bike, you can't get a start, et cetera, et cetera. This Gas Gas, a.k.a. KTM, is a really solid bike. So we may see a different Barsha this year.
1: It is so weird that Barsha has been pro, I think, 2013 was his first year, I think, and he's been pro for this long. And I think you could still – not exactly, no, like, he was really good when he started. 2014, he was not as good in the Honda. But then remember, Trey Kennard got, like, the magic KYB suspension switch at the end of the year yeah. and became, like, a whole other rider. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Barcia was like, yeah, see, that's what I was saying. I was one, I was this change away from being good again. Then he went to JGR. They were on the Yamaha. This Yamaha 450 has been controversial pretty much the whole time. Uh, it's not like anybody else has killed it in the United States on it. So, with all these years of data on Barsha, there is a chance that he is still just, I haven't found the motorcycle for me away from finally getting all the way back to where he was. What would that be? Eight years ago. That's right.
2: insane. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: I th- look, the Yamaha yeah. 450, I know you love it, Steve, but at the top level, it has been controversial.
2: Yes. Yeah, I think even the Yamaha guys know that. They know that. You know, yeah. with 450. Yep. 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 So, um who knows? This thing—I mean—he's never ridden ridden one of these things, you know. Like it's a steel frame, and and you know the guys the guys there have a have a good base of what's going on with the bike, and yeah, man, this could be exciting things for Barstow. Now, do I think he's just going to turn into this consistent podium guy? Probably not. But maybe he won't have those wide variants. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, What, what if, right? Uh, that'd be that'd be so bizarre. But maybe there won't be this wide ri- wide range of uh, his results, variants of his results.
1: Yeah, when I had heard that this was like possible, and then you know, then we heard, nope, he's going to end up staying at Yamaha, I was quite shocked, because I just feel like if you're him, you've tried the Yamaha thing a million times. I mean, how many years have we heard, they changed this personnel, they changed this, now we got it, now we got it. And then it always ends up regressing back to the average uh, for him. So I think if you're him, you're like, I've got I'm been around, I might as well give it a shot, I might as well try something different. Yeah. Uh, but maybe that was he didn't have a choice, and wasn't allowed to get out of his deal, uh, potentially. Yeah. Um, to me, this is a move, even if it's not going to end up being better, it's a chance you've got to take.
2: Right. Uh, speaking of Barsha, uh, yep. Dr. Papa has a question about the Barsha and the GPs. What's up, Dr. Papa? How are you? We're always doing well. How are you? We're good, thanks. What's your question, man? Good. So I was wondering, with, I have a, a two in one
0: question. With Barsha supposed to be going to uh, Gas Gas and that being. Uh, KTM family member Do you think there's any chance Especially now with Anderson being gone, Of Barsha going to Baker's factory And the second part is Barsha has been very vocal About wanting to move to England At the end of his, his career Do you think him signing with a European manufacturer Makes him feel like he's getting closer To going to the GPs once he makes the move
2: What do you think, Weege? Barsha, Alden, and will he go to the G- GPs?
1: I have not heard anything about the Alden deal being tied into this uh, whatsoever, although now that I think about it, a lot of people misunderstand Alden's deal with KTM. KTM doesn't pay him directly. What Alden has always told me is they just guarantee him a minimum number of riders who then pay him, which is how he affords to operate the facility. So when a guy like Anderson leaves, then it puts KTM and Husky on the hook to pay that fee until they can find another rider. So now... No, that does sound a little bit intriguing, but I have never once heard that Alden is tied into this. Have you, Steve?
2: Uh, I I thought he under I thought he got a flat rate from those guys, from KTM, to be the official guy, and then he and then he charged people on top of that.
1: No, Alden's told me the exact opposite. It's okay, like I need four guys paying me to run this, and they'll like they say basically said will we'll either get you four guys or if you don't. We're like right. insurance that you can keep this place running no matter what. So yep. keep operating at the highest level, and we'll always make sure your bills
2: are paid. Well, in regards to Barsha about Barsha, in regards to Barsha going there, I can't see it. I, I just he's not the most popular rider in the pits. There's 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 always people that uh, they they the guys that ride with Alden, you know, they take votes, they talk about who they want in their circle. Uh, famously, Dean Wilson was was told that you know he didn't make the cut. One time to, to train with Alden and the boys, and I can't see Barsha making the cut either. Even if he wanted to go, which I'm not so sure he wants to go. So
0: gotcha. And then having 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 three alphas with having Webb and potentially a champion and and Osborne there probably would be too too much egos, right? Even though Osborne doesn't seem to have an ego.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, you know, Webb Webb came on the on the pulp show and 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 came on and said that when he started he had to kind of go and. Be like, hey, guys, I know I've been a jerk at times, and, you know, uh, um, you know, sure. well, I'll work with everybody and, and all that. Can you imagine, uh, Weech, can you imagine Barsha's like Mia culpa when he comes into the, and, hey, man, I uh, just want to say, like, uh, you know, like he, un- he scrolls, he un- undoes this scroll of incidents of- that he's created with everybody yeah, at yeah, the factory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? I'll say this,
1: though. I'll say this. I feel like Barsha's stuff is just on track stuff. Whereas Webb, especially when it comes to Webb and Marvin, I think Webb turned it way more personal. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like if you let Webb in, and I'm not worried about the Alpha deal. I mean, you had Dungy and Muskan and Webb and Anderson and Muskan maybe being favorites in the same year. I feel like they've dealt with that a million times. And no matter how many times it continues to work out, everyone keeps thinking it's not going to work out. Yeah. Now, the GP's thing, I've asked Parsha. He said it's too late, too late in his career uh, to adapt. Uh, like, he, I think he knows it would take a little while to learn how different everything is over there. And I think he feels like he's too old to do that now. So I've asked him. He's, he's denied really having an interest in uh, GPs, except when he was super desperate like four years ago and he literally had no other ride. Then he was definitely asking
2: uh yeah i feel like and i feel like yeah. if those guys all said hey man remember that time that you you know you tried to break my tib fib and remember that time that you broke my spokes and everything else and Barsher would just be like yeah man yeah. that was a good race that was great racing
1: good racing <laughs> was
2: good racing <laughs> I thought right. that was, yeah always yeah always so uh all right thanks dr papa appreciate it thank you all right thank you guys fly racing moto 60 show jason Wigan on here uh greg's on too greg well, what's going on what's your question
4: Hey fellas, I uh, wanted to talk about
1: Garrett Marchbanks I saw that he just uh, was cleared to get back on the bike Have you guys heard of any silly season Rumors where he might end up next year?
2: You're going you're to want to hold on to your hat for this one I heard star racing for Marchbanks <laughs> I, I seriously did
0: <laughs> I, 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 I did I just lost, yeah, it. We, just,
1: lost, just lost my hat
2: Yeah, Weeds. You, you heard the same thing?
1: <laughs> I don't know How many rigs are they bring to the races next year?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know How either How
1: many semis, five? five <laughs> this semis? is a joke
2: but for reals, I mean, what's open for 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 a guy like Marsh Banks who won Daytona this year? What's open?
1: Yeah. Why would yeah. Pro Circuit not be saying we have to have you? Why would they not do that? That was my next question. I
2: don't think Mitch and him and really gelled. I, I you know I've I've had some conversations okay. I've had some conversations with Mitch where one of them was like the, the, he doesn't get it. He told me he, the kid doesn't get it. This was before the win, All right. of course. So. I don't know, yeah. man. I, 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 you know, he was good this year. He was really good. Tampa was great. Daytona was good. Um, I don't know. Something's, something's up, though. There's no doubt. There's something, Something's going on there where Mitch is like, nah, I'm good. So uh, I don't know what March Banks has going on, uh, Greg. He doesn't have much, though, for sure.
1: Well, sounds like we might see him at star.
2: Yeah, yeah, he'll be at <laughs> star. All right, thank you, man. Cool.
0: That's what cool. I heard,
2: Thanks, guys. Yep. Thanks. Uh, Cameron, what's going on? You want to talk about Osborne's flat?
0: Uh, yeah, okay. uh, in the broadcast, Ryan Dunphy mentioned that uh, it looked like the rim was or the tire was coming off of the bead. Uh, I was just uh, since they don't run a moose up front, I was wondering what do they run more than one rim lock or is it just a different style rim lock or
2: no, uh, no one rim, one rim lock normal normal rim lock up front. Um, yeah, there was a lot of people not not a lot of people but some people on social media saying why isn't there a moose in the front and. I text a few people and talk to a few mechanics and like, yeah, I didn't run a moose when I was a mechanic up front. And, and it seems like it's still going on. So, you know, there isn't mooses run at all. I, I don't know. Um, the, the broadcast was too busy. I mean, we had 25 minutes to focus on Osborne's front tire. So, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah, guess, we gave you all you needed, man. Yeah, I guess there was plenty of time there, uh, Cameron, to look at yeah. Osborne's front tire. But we got any more on that.
1: I was actually surprised. I thought I did not know that uh not running a moose was um the the common thing, uh, outdoors, at least in the front. I didn't know that myself.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah. It, it's just a weird feeling. So I, I don't know. I I I jeez, I mean I don't know if it would come off or not, uh, Cameron on, on the front to- yeah. on the front wheel. Like I guess there's a chance of that. I don't know. Um
4: part
0: Part of me was expecting that that tire just to peel off at some point during the moto and just ruin his odds, but yeah. Uh, I was very surprised that it kept off and he didn't see his mechanics trying to wave him in.
2: Yeah, that was that was odd, huh? Weege? Yeah, like where, where he said they moved. I guess they moved spots, but yet they're they have, hanging over the fence waving. How you not see that? Because you're kind of looking, right? You're kind of look like I, that was mm-hmm. odd, wege The whole thing where like why he didn't stop and how the team he didn't see his team and. And why the team moved, and I'm confused on that whole deal.
1: Yeah, like Steve, obviously you know the mechanics area at Millville. It's literally the distance between the, you know, the beginning of the first turn and then the, you know, the beginning of turn two. I mean, it's not very long. Yeah, um, and you got a nice wide straightaway. They probably did. Yeah, they ended up all the way on the front side, like the, the beginning of it. Yeah. And maybe they were in the middle or all the way to the end. But I feel like the distance but, from the beginning uh, to the end of it is not and, that
2: far. And I agree. And they're waving and yelling. And you know what I mean? like Standing over the fence, right, like hanging over it. Right. So I'm with you. Like, it seems odd that that didn't happen. So uh, anyways, yeah. uh, uh, hey, Cameron, do you want to fly a racing Formula CC helmet? absolutely man i'm pumped that'd be cool awesome thanks for calling in stay on hold all right we'll get your information we'll give away, give away that helmet to you sweet Thanks. all right thanks uh that's cameron he uh he gets the uh helmet did i put him on hold
1: is that the 450 and fifty dollar item
2: yeah yeah
1: i so, oh, love, it. love uh, it i would prefer that over the expensive one i would co- prefer it
2: of course you would dustin what's going on you want yeah. to talk about the motocross schedule
3: yeah what's up guys what's a, the what's a question um, hey. <clears throat> Yeah, so I wanted to ask about uh, the motocross schedule. I know there's been some talk about how it's better in the fall because of the weather um, and all that. Me, personally, I have a family, little kids. I would much rather go to a, uh, a race in the fall than in the summer. So how seriously are they going to be considering that?
2: They're not. Right, Weej? Like, there's no...
3: Nope.
1: It's Kings just going to shut it down for sure. It's
2: just we yeah. and I discussing it and and, it, and, I, and honestly making a lot of sense to me. The more I think about it, I got some feedback also uh, in DMs and, and emails and stuff that, mm-hmm. that people loved it. They said the same thing that you said, Dustin. They're like, I don't want to drag my family to a hundred degree swamp ass uh, uh, national. You know, I just I, I, the fall yeah. would be great. So I hear I hear that, but yeah, I uh, I don't think it's going to happen, man. Here
1: is the uh, fundamental problem that uh, you can say, hey, the riders get the month of June off, but they won't take it off. They'll keep riding and testing and training. And then I put that on Twitter, and then people said, well, that's on the riders, not the promoter. And I'm like, "Uh, you don't understand how it works. Nothing is on the riders. Like, what the riders and teams want is what the riders and teams get. No one says, well, F you, you should have been smarter about your training. Like, that doesn't fly. You have to let the riders and teams and trainers decide.
2: But we don't do anything, just the way the we goes. just don't change mm-hmm. anything ever. We don't ever have a governing body to just be like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing, and this is the reasons why. You know what I mean? You, 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 uh, exactly. You, 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 we don't. Yeah. You right. just literally it's, have 14 people debating it from all sorts of different angles.
1: Yeah, well, you always say, what, the riders and teams, they what, they, they're, they they wag the dog or whatever. The you tail.
2: Tail and like. tail. Yes. All right. Uh, yes,
1: exactly. So you can't just say, this is the schedule screw you guys deal with it it doesn't work that way it's what the riders and teams want which by the way they're the ones spending all the money so i i don't totally disagree that's why they have that kind of leverage they're spending the millions to put these dudes out there
2: yeah no there is some of that too uh but but you also you know everyone has their own uh agenda and own biases right so sometimes you just gotta like say listen you know but whatever um hey todd you got todd's got an e-bike question what's going on todd Uh, what's happening
4: not much. Quick question for you. Hey, I listened to your podcast with Kiefer a while back on the Intense Taser MX Pro. Yep. Great job. Loved the podcast. Kind of made the decision on, I think I'm going to swing swing for it and get one. Nice. The issue with the, you, you you talked highly about the new Shimano motor, but I'm hearing there's recall issues. Do you have any updates on that that could slow production down? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Probably going to be the end of November now or middle of November till they're all okay. up and going. The issue they're having... Yeah wasn't on it wasn't on the intense it was on bikes that use uh a cradle underneath the motor uh those those bikes had an issue with the with the new motor and so there was a recall for the for the motor but doesn't affect the the intense guys but the shimano guys still said too bad we're gonna we're gonna fix the motor for you anyways so yeah gonna be it's gonna be a little bit of a time on that but and they are gonna upgrade the regular tasers with that motor also down the road
4: gotcha cool Um. Also, 100%, do you wear, you wear a full-face helmet or half helmet? Me? Or mountain biking.
2: Oh, mountain biking. Yeah. I thought I was doing dirt biking. No, no, I wear a half no, helmet. No. Yeah, I wear a half helmet.
4: Okay. Yeah. Well, I highly recommend the 100% trajectory helmets. I, I run them both, yep. the half shell and the full-face. Great helmet. So, okay, my question on uh, – here we go with my pulp uh, question strategy. Last three rounds yeah. with making up for ground. So do you – followed – Listen to you and JT talk about this a bunch. Um, I did okay last week, could have done a lot better. But so the last three rounds, trying to make up for ground, do you start, do you ditch the strategy or and go more aggressive and let other people fall on their face as they swing? Or do you hold true to what you've done all year long? And,
2: well, yeah, and, I mean, you definitely want to pick eight guys, though. You want to make sure you pick eight guys, Todd. So, yeah, you do.
4: Yeah, yeah, you do. You do because of the dumb yeah. rules.
2: Um, yep, okay. Uh, honestly, I would uh, depending on where you where you where are you at in the standings and what do you want okay. to achieve, right? Like, uh, so, uh, okay, a, I'll
4: tell you. So right now, I'm right above you in the industry idiots. You know, sitting 39. Yeah. So I'm right, and but to get in the money, it's going to take some either JT nailed it. It's dumb luck to get them right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. I've never picked first lap leaders in the outdoors yet, but I'm considering it. You so should. I think. For some I, yeah,
2: I think you should. It's, you're not going to win anything in 39th where I am, uh, money wise. So, start yep. picking first lap leaders. Go star Yamaha guys on the 250 class. Yep. Go Adam. You know, on the on the on the 450s, uh, or maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe Osborne if he can turn this thing around. But go go at him right now. I think uh he's he's got the hot yeah. hand. So start doing that and start picking some privateers. You know what I mean? Start looking at those yeah. guys that yeah. that kind of are consistently uh um good. Go back what you can do, I've done this a few times. Go back and look at uh past results at the track, you know, and see who's done well oh. the year before and things like that. Nice, there you and, go. And there's always there's always you always find those little gold nuggets in there.
4: Yeah. There you go, perfect. All right, man. All right. I appreciate the help. Thank you, man. Appreciate right, it.
2: Thank you. E-bike life, Weej. Um, all right, before we let you go, Wygant, a couple of questions here in regards to the to the race this weekend coming to WW Ranch. Is Blake Baggett back? Is he just going to steal points now from Zacho and Adam uh, and just get in the middle of this thing? Uh,
1: man, it's Blake Baggett. I don't
2: know. <laughs> I know, right? I don't. Yep.
1: Any other rider, I would say absolutely. He's had four good motos in a row. He's been arguably the fastest guy. He's been just as fast as Adam, but uh, it's Blake Baggett, bro. Okay. So, I'm going to I'm going to push on that. I need one more week.
2: Today. All right. And before we let you go, give us the winners this weekend.
1: Um, I'm going to go with Adam again. I'm just going to go with that hot hand. Yep. Uh, I don't think he's going to win them all. I don't think he's going to whole shot every moto for the rest of the year. I think some trouble could be brewing, but I could see him getting another one here. He said he's going to be a lot better. On the 450, he thinks, on this track than he was last year, he was kind of only eh on the 250. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I'm just, why would I not bet on uh, Ferrandis right now?
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much, right? Yep. Uh, I'm really going out there on a limb. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. You You know what, if that's what makes sense to you, then that's what you do.
1: Um, I talked to Adam yesterday, and I have one awesome point that he said. I'm like, does the pressure change now that you are entitled to tension? And he said, the whole season, just a bonus after Loretta's anyway. Like, yeah. I can't look at it that way. I can't believe I'm doing this well. Yeah, so there you go.
2: Yeah, think about when he just threw that thing away, right? Exactly. Uh, and now and now where he's at. Yeah, he's like,
1: I can't believe I'm here. Like, why would I be like, oh, my gosh, now I'm nervous. He's like, this is awesome. Yep. This uh, is great. You really want to get
2: yeah. him mad. On Monday, he was on Pulp Show on Monday. We started calling him an outdoor specialist, and he was not happy.
1: I don't know. Yep. He could be looking at a two-time champion by the end of
2: this yep. deal. Yep, just Doug Henry. Maybe. Doug Henry and AC. Same. Same guy. Yeah, from, is he from New England, Adam? Cause he has that style. He does. Yeah, absolutely. Him, no, him and JoJo, <laughs>
1: Henry Dowd, AC.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right, man. Thanks for the. Thanks for coming on, Weech. Have fun this week.
1: All right. All right. Yep. See, you. not see you this weekend.
2: Not yep. see you. Absolutely. That's Jason Wygant. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. FlyRacing.com for more information. Their 21 stuff is out now, and across the lines, they've made a lot of improvements. They've made a lot of uh, uh, innovations on the line, including the getting rid of zippers on the light pants and just using the boa. They got that formula helmet. They got the formula CC helmet as well. Uh, every each and every year, the guys at Fly Racing are doing some some cool things. So please check it out. Go to your local dealer or e-tailer and go to FlyRacing.com to see all the latest and greatest from those guys. The Armega Goggle is at 100%. It's the pinnacle in vision technology from those guys. Moto 60-25 at checkout, let's say at 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. Uh, also, Athena USA. Uh, please check those guys out, as well as their sister company, Get, and Pro Taper and Maxis Tires as well. Uh, let's get to our next guest here from Fly Racing. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Not much. How, what's going on? What's the weather? What are we looking at for this weekend in Florida? Is, are, are these guys going to struggle?
3: Um, not like last year, like low to mid 80s. Um, and I mean, it'll be humid. It you know, it's only what September, so it'll still be really hot. But it's not going to be like suffering and guys passing out and all the all the issues we kind of pumped up last year. Yeah, uh, but still, I still think it might be the toughest test of the season, though.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, I was, I think it's I agreed, right? It's going to be the toughest one of the year.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we're grading on a curve a little bit, mm-hmm. but still, you know, I, I think uh, if you are you know, a little bit less fit than the guy next to you, it's going to show up, you know, certainly on Saturday versus Spring Creek where it kind of didn't matter. Like, guys were not getting tired at all, and it was kind of a perfect day for racing. I think this will be a little bit more of the the summer suffer fest we're used to for this series.
2: I'll ask you a couple of questions that I asked Weege, too, and then we'll still take some phone calls here at 702-586-PULP. WW Ranch, uh, we saw the USGP there, of course, and now they're part of the series. What's your thoughts on the national as a whole, from the facility to the track, as part of the series? WW Ranch is pretty new still. Uh, what's your thoughts on it?
3: Yeah, obviously, you know, newcomers, really the first shot at it was that MXGP round, uh, what, 2017, I believe that was. Um, so, yeah, they've made, obviously, lots of improvements, and it's a little bit deceiving because you would think it's just a full-on sand track, but it's a little bit harder based than that. So, you know, I always kind of refer to it as just dirt. You know, it's not clay. It's not sand. The base is fairly hard, but then it it forms big berms and has big sand rollers, too. So um, it's got a little bit of everything. But for a track, you know, the first time we went there for that MXGP, it was completely underwater. The pits were ankle-deep mud. Um, So I kind of left there with a, a pretty negative tone. Um, but I think it's come around quite a bit. You know, the guy, uh, Junior, the owner there, and they put a lot of money and time and effort into making that a better facility and a better racetrack. And you know how I roll; like I, I really uh, can appreciate effort. And when somebody puts a lot of work into something to make it better uh, from when they started, I I like to to uh, commend that. And I think that's where they're they're arriving to here in 2020.
2: They even uh, they disc it up all the way across the start straight for the national, unlike the USGP, which R.J. Hampshire loved.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was actually talking to um, Jeff Bloss, Benny Boss's dad, this morning because they're they are they're just really trying to get him into that top ten and find, find any sort of secret or way to help him. You know, because he kind of had that bounce-back ride, and um, that's one of the things I brought up is what you're saying about the start because I think there's an opportunity at this track to uh, maybe think outside the box on the start. Um, so, we'll see if anybody tries it. You know, we've seen Tomac do it, Hampshire do it, going all the way outside and just leaving it wide open all the way around, which normally would never work. You know, most nationals, that's just not possible. Um, but this one, it, it, it can actually work if you're willing to stay in it. Like, there can be no hesitation at all. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how that all plays
2: out. Is Blake Baggett back? Uh, is he back? Is this just going to be what he's doing now? That's three straight motos? Uh, is he going to get in the middle here? Is he going to start winning races? Like, what's going on?
3: I don't know how you could possibly know. I don't think there's any way to, to have any clue, because any anything you say would just be a pure guess. You know, if, if he went out and went 2-2 this weekend, yeah, okay, I got it. If he went out and went 6-6, I'd be like, yep, saw that already this season, too. So I I really don't know. Um, I think the, the one thing we can take away from it is he looks confident, he's having a good time, and seems pretty loose on and off the bike. And that seems to translate into good results for him. So with three rounds to go, I think the odds of him doing well are, are pretty high. Um, it seems like he, once he gets on a trajectory, he follows through on that. You know, he'll do really well for a long time. And if he's not doing well, he'll carry that for a long time, too. Um, so I'm hopeful for him.
2: Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he can get in the mix and, you know, start – Mixing up the titles a little bit, where Osborne and uh, and AC are like kind of got to battle this number four guy, dude. You know what I mean to 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 get points and stuff. So, I mean there'll be other yeah. guys in there, but for sure, I could really see Blake doing well this weekend. Continuing the yeah, role. I think yeah.
3: yeah, I think he'll be fine. Um, you know, I think the the biggest question I have, more than I have answers, is just Tomac. You know, is is this just what we're going to get? You know, we're going to get top fives. You know great rider we all know that but not uh race winning caliber you know not the fastest qualifier not any of the things we're used to seeing from him is that just is that just the pattern we're going to see for three more weeks and then we'll see maybe a new eli tomac come january wherever we end up racing
2: yeah i I gotta think he's not gonna i think he can win still but maybe he'll win maybe he wins with a one three or three one you know something some sort of ride where it well it comes together for him and he and he rides really well but I don't know if we're going to see any soul-crushing 1-1, uh, you know, 20-second leads. I just, I, I don't, that I don't think is going to come out.
3: And and I don't know what to make of it because it's it's just kind of come out of nowhere. And I just haven't seen anything from him, really. Like, not, not, you know, the Iron Man win you can always point to, but it just hasn't kind of been there. That fire, um, that that burning desire that we always see from him. And I haven't even seen flashes, you know, like, Generally, even on a bad day for Eli, there are lap times, which you can refer to and go like, oh, man, there it was. Like, he wasn't able to sustain it, but you saw that flash of speed from him. And then to kind of add into that, last year he really struggled in one of the motos at this track. You know, we, we, were, we were joking about another, you know, Tomac-Noran battle for the ages, and it was at this WW Ranch track. So I don't know what we're going to get. Um, even going back to the mxgp round of this track you know he won one moto just a blaze of glory and then the second moto he just didn't quite have it uh so maybe more of the same maybe one good moto one bad moto which has kind of been his pattern for this race
2: remember i told him not to bury it in the turns remember you did yeah. you did
3: you really had some some insight for yeah, the uh no. the three-time defending champ
2: to- totally turned it around for him all right let's get some phone calls here uh first up is will will what's going on you got a millville question Yeah. So that
1: second moto, um, I was watching it and I watched the replay and was anybody else bummed? Like I get it. Osborne's the point leader and it's a lot of drama with the flat tire, but like over half the race, I'm watching them roll around. They missed Muskan's, um, crash. Didn't get to see much AC going one, one for the first time. Like, I don't know if it would have been cool if I could talk to Ouija about it, but does yeah. he have any control over that, or they just no? They, they follow who they follow, and he has to talk.
2: He doesn't have any control over that. Uh, director picks that, and I, I'm with you. I side with you. Like it was, I get showing him a little bit, and he's got an issue. And I, I brought this up on our review pod. They couldn't do a picture-in-picture picture with that. It doesn't work. Not, not enough cameras. So that I get that. However, as much as I'm will, as much as I'm agreeing with you. I can understand the other side, right, where you're like, there's drama, this tire could come off at any time, so let's keep that on the drama and everything else. It was, I I side with that they should have cut away from it, but I understand them not, right, JT? Do you get that, or are you on one side or the other?
3: No, I was fine with the drama. you got the points leader in a really precarious position. You don't even know if he's going to finish because that tire kept wanting to come off the rim. So I think you kind of had to stay there. But I'll tell you, I think what our sport needs is we need the double box. You need, just like any other F1 or whatever, they would go double box. They would have the race for the lead in one corner, and then they would have Osborne drama in the other so you don't miss anything. Um, And I I don't know how technologically advanced that is or what it takes. I would guess it's just lack of staff or or something that I don't know about. Well, we
2: we covered this on the review show. Maybe you weren't listening, but we said they can't do it because that's what I said. We said they, they don't have enough cameras around the facility to keep, like, they only have yeah, a camera for a section. Said,
3: staff. Yeah, yeah so, yep. so
2: that's it. They can't keep two cameras on one section, right? Got it.
3: Okay. So, yeah, I remember the, the talk about cameras, but I did right. not know that was specifically the point. Yeah,
2: but, yeah. Okay. I, I'm with you. Totally put two boxes on there, right? And then, because yep. at one point during the league, I'm back, it was under a second. I was watching from mm-hmm. home on yeah. the timing, and yeah, I'm like, absolutely. oh my God, Blake's on yep. him. You know, and then and, and we never saw it. So. I get you, Will. Uh I I'm gonna side with you. JT will, will take the side that he wants the, the drama and I and I can't argue. I can't say that's a totally usually JT's points don't make any sense. This one right. does make sense. I get Typical. it. Because yeah. if the front wheel comes off thing. front wheel comes off, Osborne throws his hands up in the air, drops his bike, whatever, you wanna capture that. You know, you do wanna get yeah, it. Yeah, so, so all right, thanks, Will. Thanks, Thank you. Uh Chandler's on six. Chandler, what's going on? You wanna talk about tires?
4: Yeah, well actually kinda of- Two questions, piggyback off what the last guy was just talking about. But
3: if the rear tire on Osborne's bike was flat, would it have made any difference, for better, or worse?
2: It would have been better. Yeah, it's not great, but he he, would have done better. Yeah.
3: Okay. And my other question is, uh, JT was kind of saying that uh, this weekend's track is, it's sand, but it's more like dirt. So
4: would you see a sand tire, or are they going to stick to the regular Dirt tire?
3: They'll go full scoop. They'll go scoop. Um, it, it, they may have to compromise in a few areas, but yeah, there, there will be no doubt. And, and it's really been the trend. Uh, if you can get away with it, and they're, they've made a lot of modifications to that type of tire to give it a little bit more side grip. And once they kind of accomplish that, it's really opened up the tracks they could use it at. Uh, because it it really is a big advantage, especially on the start. And then any sort of straight-line acceleration, there's really no comparison to any other tire. So yeah, um, I think you'll see the majority of the field that has access to them, they'll, they'll show up with them on Saturday. Yeah,
2: it's crazy, huh, JT, how popular they've gotten, how much people are looking at it, how mu- how many guys are doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? like yeah. if,
3: if you can get away with it and it's not a huge sacrifice, you have to use it because your chances of getting a – a start, or I guess if you don't use it, your chances of getting a start go down exponentially. So how do you, how do you deal with that? You know, even if it's marginally better to use uh, a different tire, a little bit less aggressive tire on the track, if you start 30th because you got yarded down the start straight, what are you going to do? You right. know, it's, it's not worth having a marginally better marginally better traction. If you have to fight through 20 guys to get where you need to be.
2: Yeah. Many times as a mechanic, this was before we scoops, you pick your gearing and your tire uh, on the start. Like, I, listen, yep. it, it, does this work better at the start? Yes, but it, but I can't quite hit that, that section. Well, too bad. Gear this thing for the start, yep. you know, pick a tire for yeah. the start. Are, so.
3: are you gonna lose, you know, ten or fifteen spots because you don't quite have the traction you'd want?
2: Right. Yeah.
3: Probably not. Nope. But are you gonna finish ten spots better because you started fifth? Yes. <laughs> yep. You know, that's so that's what for it comes sure.
2: down to. Uh, thanks, Chandler. Thanks for the call. Fly Racing Moto sixty show presented by Get Athena Maxis hundred percent, pro taper guys all on board with this, Jason Thomas on the line. Dan, you want to talk about some 250 teams? What's going on?
4: Yeah, so
1: uh, I know that KTM's going full factory with the uh, the Red Bull side. And uh, how difficult is it going to be for Honda to make it a full factory
3: 250 team with no, like, main sponsor? What do you think, JT? For We're talking about Geico, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, I think
3: they'll pull something together. You know, th- honestly, there's no way to – possibly speculate on what's going to go on because there are so many decisions that still have to be made between how much support is geico willing to lend and uh if if you know geico's gone if they don't get the financial support they need how much is honda willing to step in to fill in gaps and then that trickles down to how many riders can they have and then how many sponsors can they pull together too because i don't think they're going to get the one sponsor that fills in that amount of money. I just don't see that happening in the time frame and, and the financial climate we're in. But I do think they'll bring in some extra sponsorship that's going to help help in that aspect. What I don't know is where do they go from here as far as who do they sign? How many riders is that involved? Who do they let go? There are just so many questions um, that I feel like I'm pretty clued into a lot of those things, and I even have no idea uh so you know there's some really smart people over there and a lot of people want to work with that team which helps but they don't have a lot of time and they have a lot of things to figure out before uh you know forget about going racing in january you know you have to be ready to roll by october november so you have time to test and get your guys uh, you know in-house and and all the all the graphics and everything working um there's just a lot of steps that have to be done in a very short amount of time
2: yeah dan there's even been talk of like hey we can't if we don't have the funding honda will you put a 250 guy in your truck honda said yes that could happen with a guy or two you know depending on on, on, on so mm-hmm. you, you could see a you could see uh um uh whatever uh whatever sponsor geico gets chewy dog food and then there'll be a chewy dog food 250 team and then maybe one guy over on the factory team like a jet or somebody like that if they yeah. can, if they can't swing it but but yeah they're 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 trying i think jt i mean they're, they're gonna downsize no matter what oh, happens. Uh, yeah. you, you I, know.
3: That's, that's for sure. Right. Yeah.
2: Even if they get a title sponsor, which will be tough, they'll still downsize for sure. So,
3: Yeah. I mean, right. like, you know, without giving away details, it, it's a really good deal for that team to have Geico on board. And to lose that, I don't see how it's possible to think they wouldn't downsize. That, that's just a natural step when you lose your title sponsor of several years. That's not to say they won't be able to rebuild and go back to that size in a year or two, but I think for 2021, that's a pretty obvious uh, result of this thing.
2: Thanks, Dan. Appreciate the call.
0: Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Cool. Thanks.
2: No nope, problem. Uh, Kicker Bob has some fantasy questions. What's up, Kicker Bob?
0: Hey, hey Steve and JT. Two, two or three questions here. First one is JT, I hear you're doing a show on your own podcast or live?
3: Uh, it's a podcast, yeah. Just uh, my own little rant. Well, it's not ranting. I just kind of break down the races each weekend, and um, it was just kind of something I'd wanted to do for a long time. So, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a pretty, pretty fun little deal for it 2020.
0: acted like or sounded like you're backing up Steve with a lot of it. So it sounded good. Sounded yeah, backing yeah,
2: back, up all my points, I'm sure, stealing all my material, <laughs> stealing all my points.
0: No, you know what the biggest thing for me is
3: is, Steve does such a great job, um, with all of our shows and we lean on him really hard to steer the ship, right? He's got to have all these notes and he's got to have direction. So when I finish a point, he can go steer it wherever he wants. And he takes us into different subjects and he's always the guy that does that. So I wanted to have my own show where I could, I could kind of steer into things that I wanted to. And, and that's just, you know, there's nothing wrong with, I think Steve does an amazing job and that's why these shows are successful. But it's also been fun for me to touch on subjects that I wanted to and just to You're have my own platform. Um, and obviously thing, being you? under the Pulp X umbrella, it all kind of works together.
0: Sure. You're not going into another after dark thing, are you?
3: <laughs> me, no, no. That's, uh, that's <laughs> Kiefer's proprietary <laughs> so territory. Steve, have,
0: have you had anyone else say that they have had their fantasy profile hacked? No. Nobody's told us that, no. You guys would love this one. This is, I thought it was JT at first. It is actually Weege with a girl's hairdo on that hacked my, my profile picture.
2: <laughs> oh, the Avatar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I Marks Marks I heard about this. I haven't actually we're gonna do a fantasy pod this afternoon. I heard yep. about this. Uh, yeah, yes.
0: is Weeds uh, with a girl's hairdo on. Right. Yeah.
2: No, Weeds is, you know, he's very unha very upset with the way the fantasy. He's got, he's taken it to CSR. He's gotten nowhere with that. He's taken it to Marks on Monday night. He got nowhere with that. And so we're having some fun at his expense. He's, he's, he's going around <laughs> to the different fantasy people trying to get, you know, his his points for his seven guys, and it's just not going to work. He's got
3: to take responsibility for this.
2: He's not yeah he's not I,
3: I know, <laughs> but he needs to he's, he's trying to deflect blame when he needs to look right in the mirror
0: yes
2: absolutely so
0: hey the uh, uh the launch system you were just talking about the new one that yeah, you were advertising, yep anyone using that uh wise yet
2: uh I know the rockstar guys were using it uh, I don't know if they still are or not uh, some guys are for sure using it it's it's out cool. it's available, but uh, i haven't i been I kind of I noticed uh, uh well, maybe it was Dino he he was using his foot right with the front brake to try to set his device and i was mm-hmm. this was a couple of weeks ago and i was i meant to go uh, ask the pro taper guys because um, why you don't need to do that if you have it on your on your bike so i was meant to go ask like why did dean take it off because you don't need to do your foot and the front brake if you have this thing so yes it's available it's out uh but i don't know why i saw dean not using it maybe maybe they ran out of him i don't know sure cool so, all right hey guys th- have, th- have th- a great weekend thanks, thanks for the talk thank you aaron what's going on you want to talk about uh the mx series Aaron you there
4: yeah I'm here What's um, up? so I want to talk about our boy
3: AC um, if he wins the outdoors in his rookie year he would have gone back to back 250 outdoor now 450 outdoor yeah. has anybody done that
2: uh, yeah Dunge did it RV um, did RV, did RV do it no because he would have got hurt that year that wouldn't have been him um, uh, yeah there's, a, lot, a lot of guys have done it for sure Carmichael did it. Yeah, okay. r- yeah, Ricky. Uh, yeah, a lot of guys. So, all right, thanks, cool. Aaron.
0: Yeah, thinking yeah. about it, it's, a, it's an amazing feature.
2: It, it is. It is for sure, but it's happened more than a few times, I'm sure, if you go back and look. Dunge, gotcha. Carmichael, uh, probably uh, Stu?
3: No, because he had to deal with RC.
2: Yeah, true. Okay. Uh, Buell is on one. Buell, what's up, man?
4: Hey, good Steve JT. I just uh, looking at Florida and just seeing how guys had a tough time at at uh, Spring Creek. You know, a lot of guys were had hard crashes and. You know, some of them uh, banged up, not going to come back, but then some of them banged up and uh, maybe are going to come back. And so, what do you guys know about the injuries for Florida?
2: Uh, I haven't heard about Henry Miller. I sent out a text and I hadn't heard. Of JT, do you know anything about Henry's injuries? Obviously, he qualified, but he, he went down hard.
3: Yeah, I d- I d- it didn't look good. Um, <laughs> him being from Minnesota, you've got you to gotta think if there's anything really wrong with him, he's just going to stay home. That would be my guess. But he didn't look very healthy, riding off in the back of that mule.
2: No, he didn't. Bowers is going to be racing; he's fine. Um, uh, Tickle is not going to race. Tickle will miss. Yep, he's out. Florida. Um, Dean is obviously out too with surgery. So that's uh, that's all I got, Buell. I was trying to find out about Henry Miller, but I wasn't able to. Yeah. So,
4: well, you know, some of the guys in the 250 class, uh, you know, they didn't really get. Knocked out, but they got banged up. Like I think I saw that, like Swole dislocated his shoulder, and McAdoo had a hard crash. But you know those yeah. guys are.
2: Mac- gamers, you figure it will be. McAdoo's yeah. fine. Uh, J T. Have you heard?
3: I have not heard anything. No, I I don't know. I didn't even know he dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, so that's, he, he that's did. The news to me.
2: And he put it back in and, and re- went.
3: Okay. Went and I could find suit. out for you pretty quickly, but I don't know right off the second.
2: Yep. Uh, all right. Thanks for the call, Bill. Thank all you. to you? Thanks. Stay good. Fly Racing Moto sixty show uh, presented by the folks at one hundred percent Max's Tires Pro Taper and Get and Athena Jason Thomas all right JT before we let you go give us your winners uh, and and I mean obviously are you going to go with Osborne because you have to or is, does this call does this show not count as part of the promise
3: <laughs> I do have to pick him but I would pick him anyway I think uh, this will be a great bounce back round for him remember how good he was last year he almost caught Tomac in that mo- second moto which would have been his first uh, ever 450 national moto win, which he ended up doing anyway. Uh, but it, it was just kind of a breakout ride. And I remember this race after the race thinking, man, Zacho, can, he could really do it in this class. He he really showed me something in that moto. And you know how motivated he's going to be after such heartbreak last week. Um, so, yeah, I'll take him for the overall. I think he gets back on track. But I do think AC will be really good. So I have them those two going 1-2 this weekend. Any the other class? I picked Jeremy Martin to win. Um, I think R.J. Hampshire is dealing with uh, an injury. So I think he's going to race, but he's pretty beat up. Otherwise, I, I would really like to pick R.J. Um, but I think Jeremy, this track suits him. The weather's going to suit him. It's going to be hot. And I think he knows it's, I don't want to say do or die, because that's pretty dramatic, but he really needs to win uh, this round and get, the points back to even or even take the points lead weaving Florida so as hard as it is to pick against Verandes I think I'm going to take a flyer on J-Mart this weekend
2: yeah I can't say I disagree with you on either class I think J-Mart will get it done I think he's pretty gnarly and uh you know I I don't know if he'll get the points lead back because uh maybe you know but maybe he gets it done and uh and but I think it's close you know I do think I think I think those guys are going to start pulling away a little bit here with six motos to go Especially if RJ's, like you said, hurt a little bit, which you said his hip was bugging him and, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think those other two guys I don't as much as I love Choltrain, I don't think he's got the raw speed that those guys do. So
3: Yeah, and you just always start to see this kind of develop where motivation is a is a really big thing at these last few rounds. And the guys that are really locked into the championship, they're super focused mentally, physically, yeah. preparation yeah. during the week, and that, that really makes a difference on Saturdays. Yep. So I think in both classes, you'll see the championship contenders kind of rise to the front, which could be good or bad. You know, maybe we get a little bit more boring racing, um, but championship-wise, maybe it gets exciting.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for the thanks for the time today on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show, and uh, happy selling it. They're over there at Fly Racing. Thanks, man.
3: I right, guys. See you.
2: Right. That's Jason Thomas, everybody. Jason Wygan earlier. Tits legendary. Fantastic performance. Came in late, came in rattled, Uh, but really brought your game up. I tried
4: hard to make up for that. You did. I'm glad you noticed Really
2: dug deep, brought your game back up to your usual level. (laughs) Right. Fantastic to see. Thank you to Fly Racing, 100%. Pro Taper, Maxis, Athena, all on board with us. Thanks for the calls. Appreciate it. We will see you next week.